0: Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR.
1: Today on State of the World, devastation in Acapulco and Iran's role in the Mideast conflict. Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories, up close, where they're happening. It's Friday, October 27th. I'm Greg Dixon. The Mexican resort town of Acapulco has been devastated by a hurricane that grew in intensity so rapidly, residents were unable to prepare. NPR's Ader Peralta is there, and he told Leila Faddle what he's seeing.
0: So I'm sitting in a parking lot uh, right now uh, in an apartment complex where some nice person has let us uh, stay in their apartment, uh, and that's completely destroyed. Uh, All the windows are blown out, all the furniture has been destroyed, uh, the roof has caved, um, and we've just made a little corner for ourselves. And this is unspeakable devastation. Um, You know, Acapulco is mythical in Mexico. It's built along this half-moon bay with cliffs on either side and a huge stretch of hotels in high-rise buildings. And all of that is totally utterly destroyed. Um, Sometimes you look up at the buildings and you can see straight through them, like everything inside was sucked out by the wind. And then uh, in the hills above Acapulco, uh, the rivers broke their banks and they flooded everything. People I spoke to said that when the storm hit, the water in their homes came up to their chests. uh, And they have spent two days now uh, shoveling mud out of their homes. Uh, And as we moved through the neighborhoods, It seemed that everyone wanted to talk. It was like they wanted to scream to the world that they are in pain. Uh, Let's listen to Antonia Hernandez. And what she's saying there is that during the storm, her house was chaos. Everything was tossed around. Everything was full of water and All that water took everything from her, everything she had saved for, Mm. everything she had worked so hard for was gone in an instant. You can hear that pain in her voice. How are are people getting by? I mean, in any way that they can. Um, You know, all of this uh, has led to desperation and opportunism. Last night, as we were trying to find a place to rest, the streets were full of people. It seemed that every store in Acapulco was being looted. We saw people coming out of Home Depot with paint, out of Sam's Clubs, with uh, patio furniture. But we also saw a lot of people taking food and essential items. I met one young man who had been going from pharmacy to pharmacy trying to find uh, medicine that his sick aunt needed. Another lady I met hid her face in her hands uh, when she spoke to me, and she told me that this situation had turned her into a thief. Uh, Her young Mm -hmm. son had taken some ice and some water from the supermarket and she said that the worst part was that she had money but uh, none of the stores here are open well is there any type of government response what are authorities doing I mean, they're here, uh, but this is a huge catastrophe. And the response so far, uh, it seems inadequate. Uh, we've seen the military trying to cut huge down trees with machetes. Uh, we've seen maybe just a handful of heavy machinery. Um, but what we haven't seen at all is aid. We haven't hmm. seen trucks bringing water or food. Uh, and, and in some of these neighborhoods, uh, uh, we've talked to people who are drinking juice uh, because they've run out of water uh, Uh, So things are really bad right now here, and if they don't get better soon, uh, it could get much worse here. That's NPR's Eder
1: Peralta in Acapulco, Mexico. Let's talk about the conflict between Israel and Hamas now, specifically Iran's role in that conflict. The Iranian government supports Hamas and other groups opposed to Israel's existence. NPR's Steve Inskeep sat down with the foreign minister of Iran to talk about his country's involvement in the conflict. And a note, this conversation happened before news of increased fighting in Gaza came out.
2: The last time I interviewed Hossein Amir Abdullahian, Iran faced protests over women's rights. He told Americans not to get their hopes up and predicted Iran's government would not fall. This time around, Abdullahian made no predictions, but did warn that armed groups surrounding Israel have their, quote, finger on the trigger as Israel strikes Hamas. Iran supports other groups in the region, including Hezbollah, which is on Israel's northern border. And this was on my mind as we spoke face-to-face in New York City. What, if anything, would cause Iran to support a widening of the war? First
3: off, I have to tell you first and foremost that we don't really want this conflict to
4: spread out.
3: Actually, we are advising everybody and encouraging them uh, to move towards the, the, the stopping of the war crimes as soon as
4: possible.
3: But you know, the situation remains to be complicated. You know, it is difficult for our region to to tolerate the fact that 7,000 civilians have been killed as a result of the bombardments and the attacks of the Israeli regime.
2: Are you urging your allies to show restraint?
3: They decide for themselves.
2: Her, her, uh, any moment,
3: time uh, time. you know, anything, any kind of decision is expected uh,
2: from them. A- anything can happen. On October 7, as you know, Hamas attacked into Israel and killed a large number of civilians. Hamas spokesmen, in talking to the media about this, have said they led the attack and they decided, but have added that Iran provided help and support. What help and support did Iran provide for the October 7th attack?
3: We consider Hamas uh, a Palestinian liberation movement.
4: They
3: are fighting the occupiers. Iran has never approved the killing of the civilians. But we do have our political support for the uh, liberation movements so that their occupied territories will be freed. Therefore, our support is only political.
2: The U.S. State Department has said for years that Iran has provided weapons systems and other support to Hamas. You deny providing training, coordination, money or weapons? I am
3: talking about the existing situation, the, the status quo.
2: He appeared to limit his denial to support Iran may be providing right now.
3: Currently, they have uh, whatever it takes to produce uh, their own weapons and they have their own training. And that is why they decided themselves to to go ahead with this operation.
2: My colleagues and I have seen video released by the Israeli Defense Forces showing the Hamas attack. Some of it taken by the fighters themselves. It shows Hamas fighters moving into civilian areas, firing into civilian homes, firing into civilian cars. Some of the video shows the bodies of dead unarmed people. Some of the video even shows the actual murder of civilians who are not armed. You said that you do not favor civilian casualties, but you made no mention of this attack in your speech. Why not?
4: Uh, Israel,
3: in the last three weeks, has uh, has murdered, has killed 7,000 people, including women and, and, and children and civilians, uh, by launching its uh, bombardments.
4: I have uh,
3: heard from the uh, uh, Israeli media that uh, about 1,400 people were killed uh, in the Al-Aqsa storm operation. Now about 7,000 people have been killed in Gaza. So is this proportionate? Have you asked this question? Have you put it to the Israeli officials that they have killed 7,000 people in less than three
2: weeks? We have in fact asked Israeli officials about civilian casualties in Gaza. I am asking also about civilian casualties caused by Iran's ally Hamas. Has Iran said a word to Hamas about this tactic?
4: Some days
3: ago, I had a meeting with Mr. Ismail Haniyeh in Doha of Qatar.
2: That's a top political official from Hamas. Iran's foreign minister claimed to have discussed a plan to continue the war while leaving civilians out of it. Hamas directly targeted civilians on October 7th. Hamas also took more than 200 civilian hostages, although Iran's foreign minister said Hamas is willing to let them go.
4: He said, we
3: have no motivation, no reason to keep those non-military
4: prisoners. So as
3: soon as there is this ceasefire, we are going to identify them to somehow separate the military from the non-military
2: and release them. It's not necessary for a ceasefire to release civilians. A few have already been released under current conditions. Why not urge Hamas to release the remainder? Do you think it's logical, you know, they're killing,
3: they're mass killing people, killing large number of people, and at the same time you expect them to release these people, you know, giving them a free hand in, in, in killing them, and at the same time tying your own hands? This is not logical. Why are you actually supporting the continuation of sure, war with this okay. question? When, when you why, say, why,
2: why not try for ceasefire? When you, when you say uh, it's not logical to give them up until Hamas gets the ceasefire that they say they want, aren't you then acknowledging they are not prisoners, they are hostages. They are being held for a purpose.
3: They are prisoners. But now the, the, the important thing is that they are ready to release those that are not military.
2: Hossein Amir Abdullahiyan is the foreign minister of Iran. Its government has built much of its identity on opposition to the United States and to Israel. In days to come, we may learn how far Iran and the armed groups it supports are willing to push that opposition.
1: That's the State of the World from NPR.
2: AI may be the most important new computer technology ever, but AI needs a lot of processing speed, and that gets expensive fast. Upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. OCI is the single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less like Uber 8x8 and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash NPR.